What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9, the game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Number four, Charles Barkley. Round, the loud, round, the mound, round of mound of rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And- it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, welcome in into a new day, it's Tuesday, you know what that means, it's Taco Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday to be, we're here to help you celebrate, and it is also the second day of May 2023, what's happening out there, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio on the Startup Lineup. Coming up for you, we got a good show lined up for you. As always, uh, coming up, we'll be talking about the uh, NBA uh, playoffs from uh, last night and get us set up for the uh, matchup uh, tonight. Everyone is waiting and anticipating for LeBron versus Steph, so we'll hit up on that. We'll also get to uh, local sports from yesterday. A little windy out there and a lot of high-scoring affairs I see, so we'll take a look at those that happened in the softball and baseball world. And he is set for the ones for today. We'll also hit up on Major League Baseball from last night. Of course, the Cardinals were off last night, a much needed day off. So that is good that they didn't lose, even though I thought I saw that they were trailing on the uh, off day. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. But uh, back on the air tonight at 5.50 will be again the pregame show right here on 98.9 at 6.35. The uh, uh, game broadcast will officially begin as the Angels are in a town. And uh, some guy named Mike Trout is in town. Some guy named Shohei Otani, he's here as well. He's going to be on the mound tomorrow night. So that should be uh, fun, right? Come and watch Otani pitch. I don't know about watch the Cardinals play, but uh, we'll uh, explore that coming up. And we'll also hit up on the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs from yesterday and last night as well. Game uh, 7 last night in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. And hit up on the matchups that begin tonight. And we'll also hit up on uh, some uh, NASCAR. We usually do this mm-hmm. on uh, Monday, but uh, due to the rain pushing uh, the race back to Yesterday, mm-hmm. we have to recap the race and also recap Pick'em yep. as well. Yeah. 
And actually, we have we have double NASCAR coming up because I got a surprise thing for Travis. He doesn't know about when it comes to NASCAR this day in sports history. And Travis, it's Tuesday. We got Dinger mm-hmm. Tuesdays. We got it get is to. Dinger Tuesday. That's right. So it's a jam packed show. Yeah, absolutely, I wouldn't have it any other way. As I'll have to mark that down, uh, Dinger Tuesday, so I don't forget. Yes, like we are known uh, to, do to do on yes. Dinger yes. Tuesday, but. We'll take that down, and hopefully we won't stop anybody's streaks from happening like we cursed the Rays mm-hmm. last week. But we'll try to get back on that uh, Homer horse coming up in a little bit. But uh, right now we got to kick things off because we got a jam-packed show like Eric mentioned. And uh, so let's go and let's hit it up with what we always do, and that's first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off in uh, the uh, NBA playoff game number one in the Eastern Conference. The semifinals got underway there in uh, Boston. And, man, it's been a rough couple of days there for Boston fans Mm -hmm. and uh, in attendance those at the TD Garden for back-to-back nights as the uh, 76ers, they take a game one as it was a a big-time performance by uh, James Harden. I'm not sure what he was wearing when he entered the building, but once he got into the building, all he did was just drop 45 points, including a a clutch three-pointer as well at the very end to take game one, 119 to 115 over the Celtics. Not a, not a whole lot, like you said. Didn't do much anything last night. Just, you know, ho-hum kind of game for James Harden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, stepped up without Joel Embiid, who was ruled out before the game. I'm glad you brought that up, Travis. I'm so glad you brought that up. This is the th- this is all these series are, are very entertaining for the reasons, and they're all watchable. But to me, Travis, this is the interesting one. Mm-hmm. Because... This is James Harden's legacy. It is, kind of, yeah. We've talked about how he has never won an NBA Finals, how he's never gotten to the NBA Finals, minus the one year with OKC. He right. hasn't been there. Now his MVP is out. Mm-hmm. And we said he led the league in assists. He's not the James Harden he used to be. He's not going to give you 35. It's just not what his style of play is. Mm-hmm. With Embiid out, he's got to find he's that James be. Harden again. Yeah, he has to guy. revert back to that guy. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is the series for his legacy. On the other side, Travis, and I heard Greeny talking about it before we came on the air, I think this is a very important series for Boston because I think if they get out, outed in this round, Travis, it may be the end of Tatum and Brown. Mm. Yeah, I don't know the uh, contract One status year. or anything. One year for each of them. Really? So, I think this could be their final hurrah together. I mean, yeah, that's definitely a possibility uh, they have to think about. And this would definitely be a disappointment, especially uh, with uh, from the Boston perspective of you have uh, Embiid out for game yeah. one and his uh, certainty for game two is kind of up in the air. So, at uh, home, without the MVP, it's like you got to get it done yes. uh, against uh, Philly, especially at home. Right? Yeah, it'd be one thing if it was business. in Philly, but at home without the MVP and your two players are there, right? That's inexcusable. And like you said, 
Oh, boy, Travis, I hope you didn't buy tickets to both games. <laughs> I know. That oh. would be a, a huge bummer. I'd be like, I'm selling game two tickets. <laughs> I am not going. It's yeah. obviously me. Uh, I wouldn't blame obviously you. Obviously me. I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't blame you. Uh. <laughs> uh, Jason Tatum did lead the Celtics in scoring. He did have uh, 39 points. Uh, Jalen Brown, he had 23 into the game. And uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, he had 20 off the bench for the Celtics. Other than that, nothing really mm-hmm. uh, doing there for uh, Boston. And uh, Maxi had a 26 to uh, come in second place in the scoring department for the uh, 76ers there as they uh, steal game one on the road and without the uh, superstar Joel Embiid. And, yeah, you've heard about uh, James Harden, about the legacy series that he's involved in here, and I think that's a fair point because this could be uh, his tenure there in Philadelphia could be uh, coming to an end yeah. uh, there as well. It's kind of been talked about before the uh, playoffs started. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, big uh, for him to uh, you know put it all together again, mm-hmm. and, um, especially – uh, lead the team again without the uh, MVP, and it sounds like that knee injury is more serious than was in initially anticipated. Yes, uh, therefore, Embiid. So, uh, Philly uh, takes Game One, and uh, so uh, Game Two will be uh, tomorrow night, I believe, for that one. As yep, it yep. is the uh, third. So. Uh, Philly takes the 1-0 series lead. And then on the other side of the other game that happened after that was the Nuggets taking a stranglehold of their Western Conference semifinal series against the Suns as it was the Nuggets 97-87 to winning by 10 over the Suns. And Jokic, one of the top performers there, mm-hmm. 39 points and 16 rebounds to help Denver take the 2-0 series lead. This Suns team, Travis, has got all the names. All they the do, names. Yeah. All the people. They got Durant. They got Booker. They got Paul. They got... They still have Aiton. They do, yep. And they can't get it done against Jokic, Murray, and a bunch of bums. No, no. offense to anyone on that Nuggets team, but comparable. Jokic is a household name. Murray, after his performance in Game 1, is starting to be known... Yeah, but other than that, Denver doesn't have anyone, and this shows you team, team. Denver's a better team. Suns have better players. Denver's a better team. Yeah, I've heard other uh, teams in the Western Conference kind of talk some uh, trash and mm-hmm. whatnot, but Denver doesn't do that. They no. just take care of business and they come in and punch their punch the clock and take care of business night in and night out. And we we talked with James Harden in the last series. Same thing, I think, for Jokic in this series. You yeah. can have all the MVPs in the season in the world. What are you doing for me in the postseason? Yeah. And this is a superstar team he's going against. He has to show up and show that he is for real when the money counts. On the other side, Travis, Chris Paul, this is your last chance. I think you may have one more year, and that's about it. That window is going to close. 
Yeah, and unfortunately uh, for uh, Chris Paul, he exited the game yep. and he didn't return, and yep. uh, he was ruled out of a game one due to a left groin a tightness. As I saw him go back to the locker room, I think it was in the uh, third quarter, mm-hmm. and he uh, didn't return uh, there. So, man, Kevin Durant can't catch any breaks. You know, you got uh, his injuries and Kyrie's injuries there in Brooklyn, and now he jumps on with the Suns, and you think the big three is going to do things there and then nope nope chris paul all of a sudden he's gonna get uh hurt and get knocked out i'm not gonna say it's it is him but i'm gonna say this travis that sun's team that made the finals is better than this sun's team it is yeah how do you get one of the top five players in the world and become worse (laughs) yeah that uh, i i they were closer to winning a championship that year and last year mm-hmm. than they look right now. Now, can it be argued that the West is better? Possibly, but the West has always been good it has for the been, past yeah. couple of years. Mm-hmm. Right. So, again, how do you get one of the top five players in, in the world and you get worse as a team? Yeah. And we've talked about Durant, Travis. And we're seeing it based off of a game we're going to talk about and a team that we're going to talk about playing tonight mm-hmm. they didn't need him to win before he got there they didn't need to win after he left he was an albatross he was not an ingredient in that mixture he was the garnish on the side right yeah, in golden added, state he had a he added a little flavor but you know it, he was a garnish on top of a anything. steak that was already there <laughs> yeah exactly and now him, he's trying to be a steak of himself, and unfortunately, he's just a cabbage steak. He's not a, a meat steak. I'll take your word for it. I well, that's I'm the familiar. With I'm not eating a cabbage steaks. steak. Are you eating a, a steak of cabbage? I mean, it doesn't. No, it doesn't sound good. No, that's what Durant is. <laughs> he is not the main event. He is not the guy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Durant. You will never win it. Be a championship winning team with Kevin Durant on your team. Hmm. Period. Man, I I just look at this just roster of uh, scrubs besides really the big yes. three and uh, Aiton, if you want to throw him in there too. I mean, geez, uh, Booker did lead the way. He had 35. Durant, he did have 24 points. It wasn't very efficient. 10 for 27, 2 for 12 from beyond the arc for Mr. Uh, KD. And we said that this Maybe it was a must-win, but now you're going back home, and you certainly can't fall yep. down 3-0. I give, I give the Suns I, – I think the Nuggets will close this out in five. I'll give the Suns a game. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think they'll they'll get swept. But no, I'll give them a game. Definitely it does not look good there, and we'll have to see what the status is for CP3 going forward for the rest of this series. And those were the two games last night, the two games tonight, both in the East and the West. The game number two for the Heat and the Knicks and the Heat. 1-0 series lead, of course. And uh, they also have injury concerns. Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, uh, whether he's going to play, or it's Jimmy Butler, what's his status, is he going to play? So, Injuries are plenty in this game as well, and currently the Knicks favor by six and a half points in this one tonight at six thirty. So, you know, both superstars or both teams with their superstars mm-hmm. dealing with injuries uh, there. So, 
we'll see who plays and who doesn't as we get the game closer. Yep. And then uh, the game that everyone's talking about, the series everyone's talking about, looking forward to in the next round is the game number one between the Lakers and the Warriors. LeBron James versus uh, Steph Curry and company and Golden State back home. Four and a half point favorites tonight in game one of the Western Semis. First time, Travis, since the 2018 NBA Finals, LeBron goes up against Steph. Yeah. That was a sweep for Golden State in the NBA Finals. Mm. Yeah. LeBron has not had success against. Just that one. But who was there? Mm, Kyrie. No. KD. KD. Mm. That's, to me, that's the difference maker. Hmm. I I think that I I heard it being talked about this morning on ESPN Radio, and I will echo the sentiments, Travis. If this Warrior team wins it all mm-hmm. and gets their fifth championship as a group that hasn't lost anybody, that has stayed together, yeah, I'm putting them close to that conversation of the Bulls. Yeah, they certainly have to be in the conversation. They have to. Because the difference to me is that the Bulls, almost every year that they won the title, they were a two, one or a two seed. Last year, Golden State was, what, a four? This year, they're a seven? Like, they make runs in the postseason when they're not supposed to. Right. And to me, that's the mark of a good team. That's the mark of a good team that knows when the chips are down, when it's time to play meaningful basketball, we're going to be here. Right. Yeah. They've been uh, banged up throughout the uh, season, but they definitely uh, know when to uh, hit that extra yep. uh, button. And uh, luckily in uh, this series, no injuries really to uh, speak of. So all the uh, major players, hopefully I should knock on wood uh, for that. Yeah, don't worry, some... LeBron will go down in game one. Well, you know, AD, he does have the, AD uh, too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the both injury of them. history there. So uh, hopefully uh, the major players will be uh, ready to play. And, of course, we should also appreciate that we're seeing LeBron James versus uh, Steph Curry, uh, two of the best players uh, of our generation mm-hmm. uh, playing in this series, going head-to-head once again there. And so hopefully this series is a, a good one, and we'll uh, have to see you later on tonight. 9 o'clock, the tip-off on a TNT for a game one of this Western semi-series between the Lakers and the Warriors, LeBron versus Steph. So uh, we'll definitely be uh, tuned in uh, for that, and we'll see what happens for uh, Game 1, and we'll be back tomorrow to tell you about what happens in the games. But right now, we'll move on, and we'll take a look at uh, some local sports, local baseball, and a softball action from yesterday, and set the table for the schedule for today. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. 
Dale Diesel has been providing collision repair in the trucking industry for the past 15 years and has recently expanded into the automotive collision industry as Ruhal Autobody. The staff at Ruhal Autobody has many years of experience in the automotive collision industry and has the knowledge to repair your vehicle to pre-accident condition each and every time. Ruhal Autobody is located in the former Rick Meyer Autobody location between the Topless and Effingham on Route 40. Call Jake Ruhal at 217-857-6150. Ruhal Autobody, where you are driving home their reputation. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. And now, shut up. I'm so tired of spoiled, privileged kids thinking that they deserve something. They don't deserve anything. You earn it. Shut up. With your 256,000 signatures, who gives a crap? They're most probably bots anyways. The starting lineup. Hi, my name is Eric, and I live in Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Aurora. Excellent. I've had plenty of day jobs. Aurora. Nothing I'd call a career. I'll say this. I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. It's from Wayne's World. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? On 98.9 The Game. Into the uh, starting lineup. You're on a 98.9 at the game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here on ESPN Radio. Let's take a look at uh, some uh, local uh, baseball and uh, softball action on the uh, diamond yesterday. And we'll start off in uh, baseball. We'll start off in uh, the NTC as it was uh, St. Anthony exploding for 20 or 4 runs there in uh, North Clay yesterday. They won this one 24 to 4. And uh, St. Anthony scored early and often 11 runs in the first inning, 10 runs in the second inning. And uh, this one uh, only went four innings because of that. And uh, Jansen, uh, he got the win on the mound, and uh, Booze takes the loss on the hill for uh, the uh, Cardinals and just RBIs all over the place here for the uh, Bulldogs. Adams, he had a pair of home runs. He drove in five RBIs. And uh, Schmidt, he also drove in four. And Repke had a home run and uh, three RBIs. And Brock Fearday sent one over the fence and had four RBIs as well. And Jansen credited for four RBIs as well. So RBIs all over the place there for the uh, Bulldogs. Of course, getting 24 runs on 19 hits there yesterday you get an rbi and you get an rbi everybody not left out uh there uh over on the other side the uh four runs were sprinkled throughout uh uh, booze had an rbi fleener uh widener and jones drove in the cardinal runs there it was also when wins two straws getting the win over brownstown at st elmo six to one as it was uh, Rinker getting the win on the mound. He goes all seven innings here, giving up only one run, seven hits, and a strikeout as seven. Wins his two straws and scored a one in the uh, first inning, and then it was quite a while until anything else happened here. And then in the fifth inning, Brownstown got uh, their only run, and then 
when just two straws to control of the game. And there they scored two in the bottom half and then three more in the sixth to go on to win. 6-1. Uh, uh, Paulsley uh, takes the loss on the mound for Brownstown. He goes six innings, giving up six runs, ten hits, and a four. And he is also credited for an RBI there as well for uh, Brownstown. And RBIs, well, no one was credited with RBIs for Windsor's two straws there. So, but they still get the win, mm-hmm. 6-1. It was Flora over CHBC by the final of 8-2 yesterday as it was uh, CHBC getting the scoring started with one in the second, but Flora comes back in the bottom of the third to score two. They also score three more in the fourth and also in the sixth inning as well to go on to win. Uh, there, Wojcik takes the loss on the mound. Two RBIs are credited here. Wojcik gets credited for one, and uh, Lorton sent one over the fence for an RBI uh, in the, the loss there for the Bobcats. It was a Neo, or it was uh, Newton getting the win over Paris by the final of a 14 to a two here, as uh, Newton picks up 12 runs in the uh, second inning there to go on to win that one. And uh, Meinhardt gets the win on the mound of four of the Eagles. He goes five innings, only giving up a couple of runs on six hits and a strikeout, six batters as well. And uh, that also uh, clinched the uh, LIC title there for the uh, baseball team as well for Newton. So big congratulations to uh, Newton for that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Ricci had a couple RBIs. Uh, so did Lewis and Meinhardt. Had two RBIs as well, Flowers and Jansen and Ferguson added RBIs as well for the Eagles in that winner. It was Marshall over at Casey, 8-7. Only got the win over Mount Carmel, 6-4. Lawrenceville defeated Robinson, 7-2-1. In the Apollo Conference, it was a rivalry game between FEM and Tatopoulos. And FEM gets the win here as uh, they win by the final of a 7-2-4. It was Topless getting two in the top of the first, but FEM gets a run back in the second. They scored two more in the third and a fourth innings and also added more runs in the fifth and a sixth. Topless, they tried to make a comeback there late by scoring runs in the sixth and seventh, but ultimately fell short on the uh, comeback. Uh, Cobra Line gets the win on the mound for the Hearts. He goes three innings, giving up four hits, a couple of runs, and a couple of strikeouts as well. Uh, Donaldson comes in and pitches four innings of relief. And pretty much, well, pretty much, it is the same exact line as Cobra Line as Donaldson gave up four hits, a couple of runs, walked one, and struck out two. They're so funny how they mirrored each mm-hmm. other there. Uh, Waldoff takes the loss on the mound for the shoes. He goes five and a third innings, giving up 10 hits, six earned runs, and a strikeout too. And RBIs here for the uh, Hearts. It was uh, Maxton. He had a couple RBIs there. Uh, Fox, Coberline, uh, Weymouth, and Nichols all drive in runs for the Hearts. Uh, Gaddis had two RBIs for the shoes and Seamer. Is also credited for the other RBI for the top list, but FEM gets the rivalry game win there. It was Lincoln over Champaign Central, 3-2. Taylorville over Springfield Southeast, 13-4. Lincoln Prairie, it was Arcola over Tri-County, 17-3. Oka Valley over Villa Grove, 5-4. It was Merle Forsyth over Sullivan, 15-0. 
Again, it was St. Therese over Athens, 16 to nothing. And it was Lincoln Wood over Central A&M, 7 to 5. South Central Conference, it was Carlinville over Vandalia, 13 zip. And Gillespie over Piasol, 4 to 3. And in uh, the uh, softball world uh, from yesterday, it was uh, St. Anthony uh, getting the win over uh, Mount Zion by the final of a 9-2-5 to here. As Mount Zion, they picked up two runs in the uh, bottom of the first, but then uh, St. Anthony scored a, a couple of runs to tie it up in the second. Mount Zion picked up another run in the second to take the 3-2 to lead, but then it was St. Anthony going for four in the third and three more in the fourth to go on to win uh, there fear day she gets the win in the uh, circle uh, she gives up uh, eight hits and allow five runs and strike out three batters as well and she also drove in two rbis at the plate as well uh, keebler had a three rbis to uh, pace the offensive attack there for saint anthony as uh, they were in action, but the NTC tournament got underway there at Evergreen yesterday, and it was Altamont getting the win over Dietrich by the final of a three to two, so the five over the uh, four there. Altamont picked up uh, their runs in the uh, second inning, also in the uh, let's see the fifth and a sixth as well. Dietrich they scored uh, all of their runs coming there in the uh, fifth inning. Uh, Limpke gets the win in the uh, circle for the Indians, and uh, Nieberg gets the loss for Dietrich. Uh, drove in and runs. Limpke also drove in a run, and Tun gets credit for an RBI, and Grunlow is an RBI as well, and Nieberg drove in both of the runs for the Maroons there as the uh, Indians advance on to take on the uh, number one overall seed uh, there, St. Anthony, and that game will be uh, tomorrow, and uh, they had to actually uh, move up this as the championship game was scheduled for Friday but some weather maybe possibly moving mm-hmm. in and we want to get the finals of the NTC tournament in so the finals will be on Thursday instead of Friday so wanted to uh, pass that along there so uh, Altamont advances to take on the number one seed St. Anthony tomorrow and it was a wins two straws getting the win over uh, St. Elmo 15 to uh, nothing as they advance on there 13 runs how about that in the Ooh. bottom of the first so uh, they scoring were, early and often yeah they uh, went on to a cruise to uh, the win and also uh, St. Elmo didn't have any hits in uh, this one at all in this uh, four run or four inning affair as it was Hayes getting the win on the uh, in the circle and uh, she didn't give up any hits there obviously and RBIs all over the place here for uh, the hatchets as well and Hayes she gets the win in the circle and she also drove in five runs on the day for Wednesday's two straws and Porter had a couple RBIs for the hatchets as well so uh windsor they uh, move on and uh, they will take on the winner of this next game and it was south central who got the win over chbc uh, by the final of a 17 to uh, nothing and uh, south central also scored early and often eight runs in the first and nine more in the second to go on to win chbc did scratch across a couple of hits in this one uh, Webster gets the win in the circle for uh, South Central, and Summers takes the loss there. They were led offensively here by Michael. She had uh, four RBIs. Thompson, uh, she drove in three. So did uh, Watwood as well. And Montez uh, drove in two runs there as well. 
for South Central as uh, they advance on. So they'll face uh, Windsor uh, tomorrow at Evergreen. And in the consolation uh, side of uh, things is uh, St. Elmo scoring off against CHBC tomorrow as well. And they'll advance, the winner of that will advance to take on uh, Dietrich and that'll decide the consolation championship there. So ATC uh, tournament and getting underway uh, there mm-hmm. yesterday, and we'll continue on later this week. It was uh, Newton getting uh, the win here, and uh, they won over Paris uh, six to uh, nothing, and that was Newton's twentieth win on uh, the uh, campaign. So uh, they're all well on their way to mm-hmm. uh, sharing that conference title uh, as well with uh, LIC in the LIC. It was a Casey getting the win over Marshall seven to one. Mount Carmel over Alney eleven to one. Robinson over Lawrenceville twelve to two. It was Muhammad over Takeda MacArthur eighteen two. Springfield over Taylorville six zip. It was Cumberland over Tri County thirteen three. Argent over Villagrove four to one. Oka Valley over Heritage twenty to six. It was Tatopolis uh, getting uh, the win over Shelbyville by the final of a 10 to uh, nothing. And this one was actually played at EIU there. So good experience uh, there to be playing yes. on the College Diamond. And uh, Gibson, she threw a, a two-hitter there in the circle going the distance and going uh, low and allowing those couple of hits, walking three and strikeout four. As Tatopolis, they picked up a five runs to get the party started there in the second inning. And it just continued on to in the uh, fourth and uh, fifth innings uh, there to go on to win. As it was, uh, Altoff having a couple RBIs and uh, Wall, Conkle, and Koppel also driving in a run as well for the Shoes victory yesterday. It's Tri-Valley over Clinton 8-5 and Sullivan all over St. T at 26-3. So that'll do it from yesterday's action as it was also, well, I did see this uh, score uh, late that uh, Clay City and North Clay lost to uh, Chrysler Rock in the opening round of the Midland Trail Conference Tournament, 3 to nothing. So I wanted to uh, pass that one along there. And then that does it for yesterday's action. The game's going on today. It's a Mulberry Grove at Altamont. Topless hosting North Clay. Newton hosting uh Newton at Neoga, mm-hmm. South Central at Windsor's Two Straws, Charleston at Paris, Lawrenceville at Duggar, Indiana, Apollo at Mount Zion at Telona Unity, Mattoon hosting Rantoul, Robinson at Cumberland, LSA at Arthur Christian, Mount Pulaski at Argenta, Blue Ridge hosting Colfax Ridgeview, St. T at Tuscola, Warrensburg, Latham at Shelbyville, Macon Meridian at Sullivan, and Clinton hosting Central A&M. South Central, you got Hillsborough at Vandalia, Staunton at Litchfield, Pena at Piasol, and Pleasant Plains hosting a Gillespie in a softball. You also have Mulberry Grove at Altamont, CHPC at a Ramsey. It's the uh, Cumberland uh, against Newton, Casey at Palhut, Martinsville at Robinson, Oka Valley at Paris, Lawrenceville at Washington, Mattoon hosting Tatopolis, FEM uh, hosting a Breeze Modern Day as that was a schedule change as they were originally scheduled to take on Neoga, I believe, but now it's going to be Breeze Modern Day. It's Lincoln at Prairie Central, Megan Meridian at Sullivan, Clinton hosting Central A&M, St. T at Tuscola, Hayworth hosting Blue Ridge, Hillsborough at Vandalia, Stun at Litchfield, Greenville at Metro East, and in Tennessee at FEM at Topless, 
St. Anthony, Oston, Highland, and Newton at Shelbyville. And we also got a track meet there at Sullivan. And we also got the NTC meet there at Altamont today. So a busy day yes. there for uh, the Indians at the uh, track meet there, as well as the softball and baseball games. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's at today is in Altamont. Yeah. Lots of stuff going on at a local level today. Man, so everywhere you look, maybe a little chilly, maybe a little windy once again. But Maybe. Uh, we'll see what happens in the action-packed day, and we'll be back to report about it tomorrow. All right, uh, so uh, let's move along here, and uh, let's talk uh, some more baseball, but let's get at the major league level, and that's what we're talking about coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. And Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Spring in to save with our latest price drops at Rule King. Take $3 off five quarts of Providence Motor Oil, various weights, now just $14.99. Plus, get a new Husqvarna zero-turn mower for your lawn and get a $250 gift card for you. And save $10 on 5-in-1 weed and feed fertilizer, now just $49.99 a bag. Save on these items and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Show her how much she means to you this Mother's Day. Join the Mother's Day extravaganza and stop by our participating sponsors to win over $350 in prizes to be given away just in time for Mother's Day. Stop by Rouse Jewelry, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, and Shallard Sewing Center. One qualifier will be chosen from each location, and one winner will be announced Wednesday, May 10th. So stop by all locations to increase your chances of winning. Brought to you by Rouse Jewelry, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, Charlotte Sewing Center, and Cromwell Media Group in Effingham. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. And now. Already been postponed. Didn't think a hockey game was possible to get postponed, but I guess due to some inclement weather uh, coming in, it is. How about that? Something's not right. You don't say. The starting lineup. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. On 98.9 The Game. 
If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. Eric Fry sports their update. The Mizzou Tigers basketball team is adding more talent to Dennis Gates' second-year roster. Former Campbell forward Jesus Carrero announced that he is transferring to the program. He comes with one year of eligibility remaining, averaged 10.6 points and 5.2 rebounds per game in five appearances last season. The Northwestern Wildcats are awarding their men's basketball head coach with a contract extension. The university announced that it inked Chris Collins to a three-year extension that will keep him with the Wildcats through the 2028 season. Collins has led Northwestern's bench since the 2013-14 season. He's the only head coach to lead the school to the NCAA tournament, took the Wildcats to its first tournament in 2018, and returned to the dance this past season. The son of a Bears legend will be playing college football at Notre Dame. Kennedy Erlacher announced yesterday that he is committing to the Fighting Irish football program. The son of linebacker Brian Erlacher, Kennedy chose Notre Dame over the likes of TCU, Kansas State, and yes, Illinois. The three-star safety is part of the 2024 recruiting class, and he'll play his final season of high school football in Arizona this fall. The start of the WNBA season is just around the corner as the Fever are getting ready for a new year with training camp just getting underway. Indiana will play a pair of exhibition games before kicking off the regular season. The Fever visit the Chicago Skies Sunday night in the Windy City followed by a home game against Dallas May 13th. Regular season begins May 19th. Welcome back in. Starting lineup, Travis Sparks here. Fry over there with the uh, sports on our hits. How about that? And WNBA. Getting ready. Starting back up. Get ready. Hmm. Can the Sky recover after losing 95% of their roster? Yeah. Hmm. Did not know that. Well, usually they kick off once the NBA season comes to an end, so we're getting close to the end of the NBA season. So yeah. there's a little crossover, but not too much. Yeah. And so. Illinois, how can you miss out on Brian Urlacher's son? Well, you see, he's only a three-star. We oh, only recruit four-star above. So. We don't want to get that Urlacher rub. You know, yeah. We don't need that. Or lack of rub no, anymore. No, not anymore. So we're a football school now. That's right. That's all right. Uh, so <laughs> let's uh, talk about some MLB uh, from yesterday again. Noah Cardinals, thank goodness, as they had the uh, day off. But it was the uh, Cubs. They got the win over the Nationals, yeah. 5-2-1. Dansby Swanson, a two-run shot, and mm-hmm. also a Drew Smiley, an outstanding outing there for him, going seven strong. Only giving up six hits, only one run, and picks up his third win of the season. Did Drew Smiley? Yeah, he's pitching dub. pitching very well lately. Um, you know, he almost had the perfect game his last time out. And yeah, then, uh, seven innings. Like you said, only two Ks, but one run. You'll definitely take that. And you mentioned uh, Swanson getting the home run, Travis. I I had said, you know, hey, wait till this guy. You know, he starts heating up. Whenever, you know, the the calendar kind of flips over, whenever it kind of starts getting warm out. And over the weekend, he had his first home run as a Cub. Now he's got his second home run as a Cub already. So uh, now that we're in May, look out, Dansby, going to be hitting some homers. Mm, possibly. So we'll see if he can uh, send another one yeah. over the wall. No, maybe. Tonight. Maybe for Dinger maybe. Tuesday. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, the uh, Mets and Braves, they paid, uh, played a doubleheader yesterday, and they uh, split that. Game one, it was the uh, Braves getting the win, a 9-2-8. And Ronald Acuna Jr., second inning, hit a moonshot there, 448 feet. And then uh, later on in the game, he gets hit by a pitch Ooh. in the shoulder, and he had to uh, leave the game there. They're optimistic. or not, you be the judge. 
that he's optimistic that he's day-to-day with that. And then in the second game of the doubleheader, it was the Mets winning 5-3 there. So uh, they'll both advance on to two other series there after a split mm-hmm. in the DH. It was the uh, Guardians getting the win over the Yankees, a three to two. As also uh, the Yankees yesterday put Aaron Judge on the IL. So yep, blew that lead late to the Guardians as well. To the Yankees, Yankees five hundred. They are the only team at five hundred in the AL East. Hmm. And uh, speaking of the uh, AL East, it was the Red Sox getting the win over the Blue Jays in walk-off fashion. A positive thing in Boston, Travis. Yeah, Red they, Sox with a walk-off win at home. finally have something there. Hey! <laughs> Verdugo hitting the uh, home run, his third walk-off hit. So, been pretty clutch mm-hmm. there. But, yes, finally something goes right. Something good. For the city of Boston. Uh, man, they just have had uh, no real luck since like the turn of 2010. No, since they haven't. The 2000s. It's been tough, uh, Travis. Really, it's really tough times there for, it is. It for is. Boston fans. You know, you just they got to plug along. Yeah, just can't do anything right. Hey, guy, keep working, getting your lager. That's what they do. And uh, you Duncan. They did. And hey, maybe there's a promotion that you get something uh, from a walk-off hit. There but you go. If Verdugo keeps doing it. And they may, they may have, have to that. end it, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Astros, they got the win over the uh, Giants, a 7-2-3. It was the uh, Padres, 8-2-3, winner over the uh, Reds. And uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. has uh, three hits in his return there to uh, San Diego. He hadn't been at home yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was his first time back in quite a while. Got a nice ovation uh, there as he collected three hits in the win. And the uh, Dodgers, uh, they also homer four times, and uh, they win 13-4 to four all over the uh, Phillies mm-hmm. last night. So mm, the uh, Phillies got beat up pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good there. They had uh, Jason Hayward going deep. Ooh, that's a bad game if you're letting Jason Hayward hit a homer on you. Will Smith, uh, Peralta also will win a deep. And who else? Homer and Mookie Betts did as well. And uh, Schwarber goes deep for mm-hmm. the Phillies, but it's only uh, one is not enough. It cut into a 5 nothing deficit there when he hit that homer. Yeah. So, uh, But, hey, Phillies. Uh, might be uh, getting uh, some uh, good news as uh, Bryce Harper yep. may be ready to go tonight. 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 Yep. Tonight. Tonight. Could be in the starting lineup. Other injury news, Travis. We talked about Aaron Judge going on the IL. The Yankees just uh, had Harrison Bader come off the IL. Oh, just activated him. So your former friend, if you're a Cardinal fan, going to be uh, suiting up for the Yankees. Yeah, trying yeah. to fill the shoes of Aaron Judge. <laughs> Big shoes. <laughs> no, those uh, are easy shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill there for a I mean, Harrison Bader is known for his power, so. I mean, he certainly was in the postseason. <laughs> That's true. I don't know what got into him <laughs> there, but maybe it was the haircut. Maybe. Uh, yeah, and the Yankees are dealing with a lot of injuries Yeah. Uh, right now. I know they were hit with their pitching staff, but now getting hit with the uh, Aaron Judge yep. IL, so. Uh, that was it from uh, last night. And uh, the uh, Cardinals in uh, St. Louis back in town. And uh, Patrick Sandoval going uh, tonight for the Angels against Steven Matz. Yeah, 0-3, right. 6-23. Tickets as low as $5. Hey, your favorite, though, Travis. 
Mm. I mean, I guess it is only sand. Minus one thirty. We got to have something to turn around here, and maybe some home cooking, some toasted rav. Where's that squirrel? Yeah, we need him. Where's that squirrel? We need something. Uh, uh, The uh, Braves, they're in uh, Miami, starting a series there. Alcantara going tonight for Miami. Trying to turn around. He's had a yeah. bad season at the beginning of it, just one and yeah. two with a five oh four. Yeah, I know he got roughed up mm-hmm. in his last outing. Uh the Mets they're in Detroit to take on the uh, Tigers. You also got the Pirates in Tampa taking on a series with the Rays. The A N L leading Pittsburgh taking on the A L leading Rays. Right, yeah. Just how you drew it up. Just how you drew it up. Pittsburgh just what and we Rays. Thought. Yeah. Exactly what we thought there. Combined those two teams are forty three and fifteen. Wow. Great, great start. That's Can amazing. they maintain? Uh, that's amazing. I can't believe I'm saying Pittsburgh is going to be a test for the Rays of how good of a team they really are. I know. Yeah, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> uh, Cubs continue their series with the uh, Nationals with Zinsky going for the uh, Cubs against yep. Trevor Williams. Yep, tonight. former Cub Trevor Williams on the mound. Uh, Garrett Cole on the bump for the Yankees. You also got uh, the Twins and White Sox. Thought that the $5 tickets in St. Louis were cheap. Uh, tickets as low as $2 yeah. for the White Sox Twins. The 8-21 and 21 White Sox. They're just uh, as bad as the Cardinals, Travis. They are. Eesh. And they play in a lot worse division than the Cardinals. It's true. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, Blue Jays still in Boston. Uh, Baltimore starting a series in uh, KC, Arizona, and in Texas. Zach Galleon going for the uh, D-backs. Uh, the uh, Giants still in uh, Houston. Freddie Peralta going for Milwaukee there in Colorado. Uh, Seattle's in Oakland. Uh, Cincinnati continues with uh, the uh, Padres. Michael Waka. Yep. Trying to turn it around. And a 675 ERA, but hey, he's 2-1. and one. Maybe in dominate the reds it's two and one rival and uh julio reyes going for the uh, dodgers against the uh, phillies uh, tonight with the uh, possibility of the return of uh, bryce harper into the lineup and don't look now travis because no one's talking about him because of the rays the orioles 19 and 9 on the season yeah i didn't realize they were baltimore doing so good. right there they're three and a half behind the rays but they'd be leading any other division it's true my CNL Central. Yeah, but I mean, geez, the uh, Baltimore off to an amazing start, getting overshadowed by the Rays. 100% I, had, it is. I had no idea. Yeah, they were the record was that good. So, well, uh, good job, Baltimore. I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Yeah, definitely. And the underdog stories for sure from last year mm-hmm. carries over mm-hmm. to this year. So nice. It wasn't a complete drop off. Yep there so we'll uh, see what happens tonight and we'll see if the uh, cardinals can get a uh much needed uh win or fall 10 games below 500 hopefully we put the last month behind us this yep. is a new month new it's month. the month of may so we flip the calendars and hopefully that'll flip the fortunes for the cards tonight and of course 550 a pregame show right here on a 98.9 the game we're only here on 98.9 for just a little bit longer but we have just enough time to talk about the uh, stanley cup playoffs and that's what we're gonna wrap up this show with today coming up here on the starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios will be right back 
In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-342. 3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you and now illinois they won barely and i I had to laugh because after the game mr cj frederick for iowa started crying he's never been played like that before defensively he just couldn't get open they were grabbing him all game he was fouled on every possession they just wouldn't let me get open. The starting lineup. Start the crybaby sound effect. <laughs> Illinois wouldn't let him open. He was crying after the game. On 98.9 The Game. CJ Frederick. Get out of my gym. Welcome to the big... Welcome back in to the starter lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We're just a, uh, just a smidge. Just a smidge bit longer. Smidget. And then we got more stuff to uh, come in the uh, podcast. We got NASCAR to uh, talk about this date in uh, sports history. We got a Dinger Tuesday. We got a recap that NASCAR race and a recap NASCAR pick em as well since they uh, had a rain out on Sunday and they Went racing on a Monday, so mm-hmm. it worked out well for one of us. It so. did, and it worked out not so well for someone else, and it's not anyone in this room either, and I'll tell you more about that coming so, up in a little bit. So uh, I'll tell you about that, uh, but uh, let's wrap it up with the uh, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs as a Game 7 between the Rangers and the Devils, and the Devils, they did it, and they won a 4 to a nothing here as it looked bleak there in New Jersey, they were down 2-0 in the series, and I think they trailed 3-1, but they came back and they ended up winning, and uh, they ended up getting the shutout as uh, they won 4 to nothing here as uh, Kara Schmidt goes off for, for 31 saves last night in the uh, shutout Ooh. in a, a Game 7. So it's always nice when you can pitch a shutout in uh, a clinching Game yes. 7 series and uh, – you know, this uh, this season in the Stanley Cup playoffs, it's all about broken streaks mm-hmm. as this is the first series win for the Devils for the first time since 2012. Wow. So, that is impressive. Been a long time mm-hmm. since they have won. And also, uh, 
with the uh, Devils advancing here, I did notice uh, the other day that, you know, with uh, Avalanche getting knocked out the other day, thanks to Eric's Kraken. You're welcome. Uh, we're going to have uh, some new blood in the Stanley Cup playoffs because uh, you have three teams that have never won the Cup before, and that's the uh, Golden Knights, obviously the Kraken, and uh, who else has it? ever won it? The Panthers. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Panthers just joined up in the NHL in 94, and obviously the Kraken and uh, Knights being fairly new uh, there. But uh, the most recent champion that's currently left in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs was uh, 2006 when Carolina won it all there. So it's been 16 years for them. And then the next closest is the Devils. They won it in 03 and it's been 19 years then. And obviously the Maple Leafs have the biggest uh, drought since then. It's been since 1967 since they mm. won it all. 55 years there for Toronto. Mm-mm-mm. So I've uh, been a long is time. Is this the year? Is this the year? Could it possibly be it? They did win the series for the first time since 04. So I kind of like that, that it's, uh, we're going to have some new yeah. blood with the cup this share. Uh, games uh, tonight, uh, game ones will begin as the uh, Panthers, after upsetting the uh, Bruins, they'll get the uh, Maple Leafs that we talked about there. And uh, game number one tonight, they're in the East. And then in the West, it's the uh, Kraken upset of the Avalanche. They'll take on the uh, Stars that I am as well. Travis, with those upsets like you talked about, does it not make you think that the rest of the teams, and and just in general, like that this is wide open because the Avalanche and Bruins were probably the two favorite teams to make the Stanley Cup, Mm -hmm. specifically from each side. Mm -hmm. And so now that they're both out, it's like this thing is wide open now for anybody. Yeah, it really is. Definitely it feels like it's it's opening, open for the taking Mm -hmm. uh, for sure. And uh, the Rangers kind of losing, that was kind of uh, surprising to me with all the moves that the uh, Rangers uh, did, acquiring uh, Tarasenko, acquiring uh, Patrick Kane. They're adding already to their star-studded roster as well, but then getting bounced in the first round. uh, But, yeah, this definitely is uh, wide open uh, for sure, fair assessment. Uh, there and we'll see what the pairs of game ones Panthers Maple Leafs in Toronto and uh, don't know if they've restricted uh, the ticket sales they for better just not. just Canadian residents I don't think that <laughs> I think that's only the Panthers doing that lousy Panthers <laughs> and the Kraken uh, uh, in Dallas uh, tonight to get to the second round started in the NHL and then the uh, Devils Hurricanes will match up tomorrow and so will Edmonton and the Golden Knights tomorrow as well to begin their series. All right, so uh, that will do it here for us on the Trusher Show. Get us in the uh, pod, of course, wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and all those wonderful platforms. The website, fmradio.com. Still got more to come coming up in the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. So enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome in to the uh, podcast. Welcome in overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Still got stuff to uh, talk about here. We got uh, this date in uh, sports history coming up. We got a uh, dinger Tuesday. Who's going to hit the long ball tonight in uh, Major League Baseball? And we'll also hit up on the NASCAR action uh, mm-hmm. from yesterday and uh, recap NASCAR pick'em. And X got a surprise for me. Yes. With NASCAR too. Yes. Apparently. Yes. And we'll talk about that NASCAR game. <laughs> All right. Or so. NASCAR race, not game. Sheesh. So, first, before I get into any of that, is there anything yeah. on sports or anything that you wanted to hit on? The Broncos are adding a fifth year to wide receiver Jerry Judy's rookie contract. Denver announced Monday that it exercised the fifth year option after rumors the team might trade him this off season. The Ravens, however, making a decision on one of their recent first-round draft picks. ESPN reports that Baltimore has declined the fifth-year option on inside linebacker Patrick Queen's rookie uh, contract. Defensive player on the Bengals is recovering from surgery. Joseph Asai spoke to the media on Monday and disclosed his off-season shoulder injury. He said, if it was up to me, I'm ready to go. The defensive end underwent the procedure back in February and is expected to miss about five months. As Travis talked about, Bryce Harper's return to the Phillies tonight. The Yankees also placed Aaron Judge on the injured list as well. Um... And finally, tennis legend Serena Williams is announcing that she's pregnant with her second child. So there is that. She made the announcement on social media before she attended the Met. Uh, Also, Ohio, the state of Ohio, is uh, blocking gambling on Alabama college baseball games. This was after uh, suspicious wagering activity was detected on the Crimson Tides game against top-ranked LSU on Friday. The directive issued by the Ohio Casino Control Commission Executive Director and obtained by ESPN prohibits, quote, the acceptance of any wagers on University of Alabama baseball effective immediately, end quote. They wrote that the emergency order was in response to a report from an independent integrity monitor. On Friday, U.S. Integrity, a Las Vegas-based firm that monitors the betting markets, issued an alert to its sportsbooks clients regarding suspicious wagering activity involving the Alabama LSU game. Uh, because there is no national gaming regulator, a halt on wagering typically happens state by state. So sports duel, sportsbook FanDuel removed Alabama baseball games from its betting menu in its jurisdiction as a precautionary measure. So uh, LSU led Alabama 8-1 after seven innings and held off a late rally by the Crimson Tide for an 8-6 victory on Friday. The Tigers were around a minus 245 favorite over the Tide in the game in question. So... Alabama plays Vanderbilt on Thursday. No gambling, no entertainment on Alabama baseball in Ohio. So weird. So <laughs> weird. Yeah, it was very, uh, very odd. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, I don't understand it. I have to do more research uh, on that. <laughs> so That's weird. all we got. That's all from ESPN. Um, other things, it looks like the Grizzlies don't intend on re-signing Dylan Brooks. Good but. call. Good call. What? No. What? Yeah. yeah. I thought you said but like you were going to say something. Um, the <laughs> Green Bay Packers have reached a one-year contract extension with Jordan Love. Has mm-hmm. anyone told Green Bay that we play offense too? Or are they just filming a defensive team and that's all that matters to them? No. They uh, wanted to uh, restructure this uh, contract because uh, he would have made $2.2 million dollars. I guess, but instead he's going to have a guaranteed $20.2 million for 2024. 
Uh, well, that was his contract, but 13.5 a fully right. guaranteed. A source to the Schefter uh, there, I guess you want to give him some money if yep. he's going to be your starting quarterback. Well, and don't forget, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a free agent after next season. Look out, Kirk Cousins. He's coming for your job. He's <laughs> coming right. for you. Um, Look out. The Super Bowl, Travis, was the most watched telecast ever. Why am I just hearing about this now? I guess it took that long to get all the ratings in from all the different sources, maybe. I don't know. Uh, the uh, Dallas Mavericks and Minnesota Timberwolves are going to play in Abu Dhabi in October. Are you excited about that? No. No? Okay. And Jim Furyk was named U.S. captain for the 2024 President's Cup. Hmm. Tiger make that team? He's going to be an advisor on that team, don't you I think? Probably an advisor. An yeah. advisor. He's not going to compete. Yeah. So that's all I had as far as uh, kind of recapping things. Yeah, and then I also saw there on ESPN that uh, Wrexham, that uh, soccer club that's owned yes. by uh, Ryan Reynolds and his crew, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be coming to Hollywood in July to play a friendly against not the LA Galaxy, but the LA Galaxy's reserve squad. Oh! <laughs> so... We don't want to play the actual team, so we're just gonna we're just gonna play the guys that don't make your team. Basically. Oh boy, that's uh, that was uh, funny. I was like, oh cool, they're gonna play LA Galaxy. No, no they're not. No LA Galaxy two as a reserve squad. Uh, so geez. the B squad. The uh, B squad. Who knows? Maybe if uh, Wrexham can uh, win, that could be a good part of the TV show. Yeah. If it's still a thing. If. If is a big I don't word. even know if there's new episodes for it. I have no idea. Or not. So You got me on that one. Gotcha. I stumped you. Stumped me on that one, Captain. <laughs> All right. Uh let's see. Uh let's uh let's move to uh this date in sports history. All right. This day in sports history. Uh back on this day in nineteen thirty nine. After playing on April 30th and a team day off May 1st, Lou Gehrig takes himself out of the Yankees lineup, ending his consecutive games played streak at 2,130. The streak, which began on June 1st, 1925, surpassed all but one of Gehrig's 493 career home runs and 2,700 of his 2,721 hits. He never played another NLB game, Travis. Wow. Imagine just being in 2,000 straight games and then being like, I'm just going to take a day off and being like, no, I guess I'm never playing again. Yeah, I'm going to call it a career. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, On this day in 2002, Brett Boone and Mike Cameron hit back-to-back home runs in the first inning twice in the Mariners' 15-4 win over the White Sox, becoming the first teammates to take consecutive homers twice in one inning. Cameron hit four home runs in the game, becoming the first Mariner player to ever accomplish that feat. Hmm. On this day back in 2006, Rajah Bell clotheslined Kobe Bryant in the fourth quarter of Game 5 of the Suns-Lakers first-round series. So there's that. 2014, on this day, Damian Lillard buzzer-beater eliminated the Rockets from the playoffs. And that's the one where he said, go home, if I remember correctly. That sounds right. Hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, I mentioned this yesterday, Travis. This day, 2015... Yeah. Floyd Mayweather defeated Manny Pacquiao in a unanimous decision in World Welterweight Unification fight, shattering the all-time financial records for a boxing match. Mm. That was the most hyped fight ever. It was, yeah. The only second to um, 
Mayweather and and Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was supposed to be the fight of the century, and it was a joke. Was it built as the fight of the century? I felt like it was. I Pacquiao Mayweather was. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I thought that it was Conor and. No, I think Pacquiao is past his prime. Very much so. I agree. But you know what? This makes me wish we had Travis. What's that? A good boxing video game. Yeah, I don't really have that anymore. EA Sports used to put out those boxing games, and they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. But not anymore. No, I mean no college big gosh, games. The uh, the UFC game used to be good, but yep, it's bad. Ugh. No college sports games. No boxing. No IndyCar. No NASCAR new games. What's going on in the sports video games world? And the sports video games we do have are mostly all trash because they're all ultimate team, pay to play, buy. Just recycled Yep, new skins. And finally on this day in 2016, after 132 years as a club, uh, Leicester City clinched the English Premier League to claim the first ever top flight title. After finishing 14th the previous season, they started the 2015-16 campaign as 5,000 to 1 odds to win the title, according to English sportsbook William Hill. Of Here are a few other bets that you could have tried at 5,000 to 1, Travis, in 2016. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. 15 seed Cal State Bakersfield to win the NCAA basketball tournament. Uh-huh. The whole tournament. They lost in the first round, by the way. 16 <laughs> year old amateur Paul Chaplett to win the Masters. Hmm. He shot a 21 in the first two rounds and missed the cut. 21 over. Eesh. The Minnesota Timberwolves with their 14 and 35 record to win the NBA title in February. <laughs> they missed the playoffs by 14 games. Obviously. And finally, and I love this one 5,001 odds in 2016, the Elvis Presley would be found alive. Mm, so, I do like that. Hey, we could keep looking. You got a big payout waiting for you. And <laughs> I get that job. <laughs> and that is on this day in sports history. Hmm. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Let's move on to. Uh... We do dingers or NASCAR. Let's uh let's do dingers. Dingers. Dinger Tuesday. Okay. Um we haven't gotten any right this year. No. We've we've been over. Nope. Patrick Corbin's not pitching, Travis, so Nope. I, can't use that. I just I know that. Hmm. Man. Do I continue on with the uh trend after Ocotra has not been very good and is some of his starts. Yeah. Could do that. Could. Could pick someone from the uh, Angels. Mm-hmm. Probably a, a good possibility, especially with Matt's in there. But hasn't really worked out with me in the past. Right. What do you do it, though? Let's pick Mike Trout. Mike Trout. So Travis is going Mike Trout, and for the second straight week, we're watching the same game, Travis, because I'm going Shohei Otani. <laughs> I almost went. I almost went Otani. I'm going Otani. Which, Travis. So Hunter Renfro crush lefties. Brandry. Travis, for your uh for your Cardinals, though, based off of last week. 
Cardinals may be in good shape this, tonight. Because last week we cursed the Rays and they didn't hit or get a run for like two days or something. So maybe we curse the Angels and the Cardinals will get a win tonight. Maybe. There you go. I like I like our thinking there. Because we both picked the same team. So Yeah. Hmm. I kind of like that. I didn't mean to. I was picking <laughs> Otane no matter what, but hmm. I helped Travis and like helped that. the Cardinals. I don't know if I yeah, like that. Yeah, there you go. Appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So happy for you. All right. You ready to move on to NASCAR? Yeah, let's move on to NASCAR. Okay. Well, there's two things to talk about. Well, there's there's three. There's a rumor, and then there's two legitimate things to talk about. So rumor. first, let's talk about the rumor, and that is we talked about Josh Berry, Travis. And how supposedly he has a, a um, ride lined up for next year. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, is it with Hendricks? Is it with Dale Jr. going pro because they're going to the Cup Series because Josh Berry and Dale Jr. are really tied together. Josh Berry's been doing a lot of fill-in work for Hendrick Motorsports, filling in for um, Chase Elliott. Now he's filling in for Alex Bowman. Um, so a lot of people are like, oh, he's a Chevy driver. He's always driven Chevy. Like... Blah, blah, blah. Now, there's a rumor that came out that says that he has something signed for next year that he will be replacing a very popular driver on a super team, on, on one of the, the big cup teams. Mm-hmm. The rumor is, is that that is going to be the guy who's taking over for Kevin Harvick. Mm. And supposedly, rumor, take this for what you will, it is because Anheuser-Busch wanted him. Because Anheuser-Busch was going to leave when Harvick left. They really want to go to Ross Chastain, but they see Josh Berry as the every guy. He started at the bottom, worked his way up. He fits the mold of kind of a Tony Stewart, tough driver kind of thing. He's older than most of the NASCAR drivers. I think he's going to be like 31. Mm. So he's older, but he's he's what kind of a, a Bush guy wants. So, Travis, if that happens, can we work on a collab for a Barry Bush? <laughs> A Barry Bush. I mean, if, if he's going to be hmm. Josh Barry driving Anheuser Bush, we got to get a Barry Bush. Hmm. Interesting. So, I know that they had they had Apple. Yeah. But let's try Barry. <laughs> hmm. Huh. Interesting. There you go. Um, and now you have me thinking. Supposedly, there's going to be an announcement coming up Memorial Day weekend, so we'll keep our eyes on that as well. Hmm. Kind of the first domino to fall, because that's the big big opening that Kevin Harvick ride. Yeah. Because he's always competitive. Um, and also the connection is is that his crew chief, Harvick's crew chief now, is Rodney Childers, who goes way back with Dale Earnhardt Jr., who owns Josh Berry's car. So it, there's connection pieces there that can make it work. Yes. yes. All right. Yesterday, as you said, we had a NASCAR race. We did. You can tell it's a NASCAR race, Travis, because Ross Chastain made headlines again. <laughs> again. Again. Go figure. Ross Chastain in the first stage of the race early on ran into the back of a lap car. Brandon Poole entering turn one, who ended up spinning out and collecting Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. I did see that. Later on in the race, late in the race, when uh, Ross Chastain was chasing down the race leader, Kyle Larson, who was lapped down at this point, got in front of him and purposely slowed him down a little bit. <laughs> So well, that's unfortunate. Well, isn't that manipulating the race? Isn't that what Denny Hamlin got a penalty for? So therefore, Kyle Larson should be getting a penalty announced later this week. But regardless, Ross Chastain, he got out of his car, 
First thing he said is he apologized to the the lapped car that he hit Mm -hmm. and said it was his fault. This is the same thing we hear every time from Ross. My bad. Yeah, I did it. And that, and that's it. But I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. My bad. But I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not going to do it again. And Just it's keeps doing it. It's getting to the point now where it's like, all right, either NASCAR needs to step in because it is literally almost every other every week. Every week, he's wrecking somebody. Someone needs to step in. Will that be NASCAR? Or one of these drivers that he's made mad has to do something about him because <coughs> once again. He gets off scot-free. He finished second. Yeah. So every time one of these things happen, we talked about last year when Denny Hamlin wrecked him at Pocono, and then Denny Hamlin got disqualified, so Ross still finished in front of him. Like, it's almost like NASCAR is protecting Ross Chastain. And I don't know if it's because they realize, like, the marketing that is there with him and, like, the edge that's there and maybe they're looking for him to kind of become the new quote-unquote intimidator and kind of wear that black hat of being the villain, you know, yeah. like Kyle Bush wore for a long time, of the bad boy that doesn't care. And so they don't want to patrol against him, but at the same time, you're penalizing Denny Hamlin for going on his podcast and talking about wrecking him. You can't have both. No. So... Yeah, it just seems like it, it is an every every week occurrence or every other race occurrence. Every week, and you, you have drivers that try to take it in their own hands, and then they get penalized. <laughs> right, and then nothing gets done to him. Yeah, Oof. nothing is done to Ross, so it's kind of a, a strange situation. Like, it's just, I, I don't strange, get it. Strange, to get say it. the least. So, let's talk about the race. Mm-hmm. Martin Truex Jr. won, so that means a sweep of the weekend for the Truex, for the family, Truex family in their ho- at their home track. They're mm-hmm. from New Jersey, so Delaware is the closest track that NASCAR goes to. So, mm. uh, sweep of the weekend. That also means that Mr. Sparks won Pick'em because he picked Martin Truex Jr. Hey, how about that? So, Travis, because of the one point for picking the right answer and the four bonus points to give you five total points, you're now only down by two, Travis. Wow, look at that. A turnaround. <laughs> a Hail Mary. I I needed that. You needed it. You're now on a, a back-to-back wins. Mm-hmm. One more and you're on a win streak, Travis. Getting hot. <laughs> Denny Hamlin finished hot. fifth for me, but it, it didn't matter. Denny Hamlin's crew lost some spots on pit road again. <laughs> As all happens every week. But we had to Kansas this week. So. Mm-hmm. That now brings us to the special thing that Travis doesn't know about. Okay. And I worded it that way because Denny Hamlin actually brought this up. And on his podcast, he was talking about ratings and the NASCAR ratings. And what can we do as a sport to try and get more ratings and to get better broadcasts and get more excitement around the sport, specifically here over this summer stretch? Because he's like, you you know, once we kind of get – five to ten races from the start of the playoffs, then the TV crews have something to talk about because they can talk about, oh, is this driver going to make the playoffs? Is this driver going to make the playoffs? Where are they seated in the playoffs? And everything like that. And then, obviously, once the playoffs start, you know, you, you you got the playoffs to talk about. So Denny Hamlin on his podcast came up with an idea. He said, what if we 
did an in-season tournament. And you take the top 32 drivers and you seed them. So they're head-to-head matchups. And the winning driver wins $3 million. And the NASCAR community, the fans, and the drivers have said, this is awesome. We need to do this. And the track presidents have come to Denny and said, let's talk about this. Hmm. So, Travis, let me ask you. Would you be a fan of something like that? Would that get you excited to know that there were head-to-head battles throughout the field? Again, we're talking the top 32 drivers and points seated. So you have one versus 32. We as sports fans love brackets. We do, yeah. To have it in season and to have all of those matchups to talk about, even though they could be battling for 15th and 16th on the track, it's a head-to-head matchup. They're competing for $3 million. Mm -hmm. Would that be something that you as a casual, not casual NASCAR fan, would that make you want to tune in, and enjoy the race more if they were talking more about that. Hmm. I mean, is it just like from a like a week to week basis? Yes. Um, are they like advancing in like a yes. tournament style? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say then that makes it a little bit more. Yep. But I don't know if that really will get people to or make me want to tune into the race mm-hmm. really. I mean, if it gets the drivers excited and whatnot to have a little extra motivation to get pee at one-on-one, and I definitely get what you're saying about everyone kind of likes a head-to-head matchup and tournament bracket style. And I think it'd be good for the broadcasting because a lot of times there's not a lot of – and stories and storylines to follow throughout the week because, you know, it used to be back back in the good old days, you'd have practice and qualifying. And those were kind of your stories. Who was fast in practice? Who crashed in practice? Who's the fastest car but had a bad qualifying lap? All this stuff that were stories heading into the race on Sunday. They don't do practice anymore. Hmm. Qualifying, everyone's kind of the same. So there's not a whole lot. You know, tires aren't an issue. It used to be a story throughout the races. Oh, so-and-so cut a tire or popped a tire or a tire went flat. Is this a trend we can follow going forward? Another story during the race is if, you know, for example, if Chase Elliott blew a motor. Oh, is that going to affect the other Hendrick motors out there? And, you know, are guys aware of this? We don't see blown motors. Like, that's not something we see all the time. We don't see parts failures. It's just not what's happening anymore. Hmm. So during the race broadcasters and I think fans are going, what are you talking about? What is there to talk about? Especially when there's not good battles on the racetrack, as we've seen at some of these tracks recently where there's not a whole lot of passing. Mm -hmm. It makes for bad broadcasts. You don't want to hear about Rusty Wallace building Harleys with his son? See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. No, I don't. What Rusty Wallace is doing these days. You know what? Rusty Wallace, I thought he was okay in the booth. I didn't mind him. But <laughs> he talks forever. You can't get him to shut up. And that's his, been his problem his entire career uh, as a broadcaster. But I think, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think it will attract new fans. But I think it will take the fans that are already there and get them more invested in a race and make them want to watch. Especially if you had a ticker on the right. That showed each matchup and where they were running. Yeah. You know, something like that on the screen. So, because of that, 
Travis, they've already released brackets. So I have our brackets. Already released brackets. They already have the brackets. It starts this week. It's it's not an official thing, but it's it's what Dale uh, Denny Hamlin's doing on his podcast. So Travis, by Friday, I'll give you some time. Friday, mm-hmm. we're gonna fill out our brackets and we're gonna talk about our first round matchups and and, and who we have m- moving forward from each of our each of our matchups. So it's basically like March Madness. It is. It's just it's just NASCAR and they're head to head. Battles. Mm. So, like some of them, you have Ross Chastain and Noah Gregson, which is your 132 matchup. The one, Travis, I'm I'm going to spotlight this. The 429 matchup, Martin Truex Jr. and Chase Elliott. Because mm. Elliott was down, you know, injured for a while, so he's further down in the points. That could be an upset. Chase Elliott is a 29 seed. He could beat <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Bubba Wallace being a 21 seed, especially with places like Darlington, Charlotte, Gateway. So each race is a different one, different round, and then will all uh, culminate in Sonoma on the road course. So that throws another wrinkle into it that it's going to be end on a road course. Well, there are guys who are really good and there are guys who are really bad. So, for example, if someone like a Michael McDowell can just advance to the finals, he'd do really well at Sonoma on the road course and he'd have a good shot at winning. And that would think about three million dollars to that team, such a small team. Yeah, that'd be huge for them. A lot. So, again, I think this is something more for the drivers, for the broadcasters, and I I don't hate this idea. Hmm. NBA in season tournament, not a fan of. There's already enough games going on. There's already enough stories. And you're talking about injuries. True. This is nothing. They're not changing the rules for anything. They're not changing stages. They're not changing the race lengths. Nothing like that changes. It's not changing anything at all that's happening other than possibly strategy. Yeah. Because if you're running 10th and you know you have a 10th place car and you're not going to get any better than that, I'm looking who I'm facing head-to-head. Where are they running? And all I care about is beating them so I can advance to the next race where maybe I'm better. Yeah. The reason why the NBA – play-in tournament or the in-season tournament uh what happened that kind of incentivizes teams to not tank or right. uh set their best players right. or, or whatnot and i guess you don't really have that in nascar in the sense that you, maybe you do with uh, drivers that win right hey they're already locked into a playoff spot so they don't have to try as hard every single race mm-hmm. potentially but you know there's a reason. There's different reasons why you'd have like an in-season tournament for the NBA yeah. and an in-season head-to-head matchup here, like what we're doing here in NASCAR. Now, not based off of this bracket. It was based off of last week's points. Okay, um, if if last week counted, the the race they just finished yesterday, uh, six upsets would have happened hmm. based off of yesterday's matchups. That would have been. Now, there are different matchups now because we have the official. We we had fan-made brackets heading into the weekend, but now these are official Denny Hamlin podcast and, and Dale Jr. podcast, and they're running a, a contest on their website where you can win $500 in merchandise. So, oh, nice. um, but yeah, I, I don't hate this idea. So we're going to fill out our brackets, and... Uh, We'll tell you on uh, on Friday who we have winning each of our brackets. And, uh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Look forward to this, Travis. <laughs> you, 
You know me. I love brackets. <laughs> love the brackets. I style. love the brackets. Yeah. yeah, I think this is definitely something uh, different. It's something different that, you know, um, baseball's not doing this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's. No, not really. And it goes back to, like you said, about the World Baseball Classic. Like, it's it's something different that fans want to support. Mm-hmm. And this is something different. And I think the key is it's not changing the sport. And in the sport of NASCAR, unlike, say, a baseball or a basketball or football or anything like that, you have, even though you have a higher chance of injury, you also have less of a chance of injury. You know what I'm saying? As far as the wear and tear on a body is not as bad as playing an extra seven basketball games or seven baseball games in the season. Mm. Plus, again, it's not adding extra races and the fact that any of these guys could be swept up in someone else's incident. It's true. For example, Ross Chastain could hit someone and cause a wreck, and it takes out other people that you think would win or at least advance. For example, Kyle Larson yesterday. He would have been eliminated because of what happened yesterday. Yeah, You're not having that in your traditional sports. Right. Yeah. No, that's There's fair. an air of unpredictability about it, yeah. which is why we love March Madness. Yeah, it's definitely fair. So that was that was the surprise, and I <laughs> I I think this I hope this eventually becomes an actual NASCAR thing hmm. because I think it's a great idea. Yeah, and it sounds like you know the drivers are on board for it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's pretty much on board for it. And and again, it makes the summer months, which are sometimes the hardest to get through as a fan, a little. At least it's something else I have to to keep my interest. It does yeah. As opposed to, I'm just waiting until we get close to the playoffs. <laughs> right. Because let's face it, the the tracks we're talking about are Kansas, which. Darlington, which is a traditional track, that's always a big deal. The Coke mm-hmm. 600 is a big deal. And then Gateway and Sonoma, I know us here, we love Gateway because it's close to here. But they're not marquee events. Right. So at least it would make them feel bigger. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me the Final Four is going to be in St. Louis and then it's going to end out in California, like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So. St. Louis has a history of hosting Final Fours. Ah, yeah, we do. And we just barely missed the Chicago Street Race as uh, the finals. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, that would have been something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still dreading that, Travis. That is that. Oh, that's still going to be a mess. And uh, F1 is coming to uh, Miami this weekend. Yeah, that's right. We'll so. talk more about that on Friday. I'll have some entertainment the, uh, for you. The street course is set up there. Yep. So there you go. There you go. All right. So I got a little uh, in-season style bracket uh, head-to-head uh, challenge going on. So definitely uh, looking forward to that and staying tuned for the uh, podcast to see how it all shakes out. How about this? Whoever wins our bracket challenge, Travis, 
Mm-hmm. Extra three points on our pick'em. Ooh, extra three points. Ooh, now it's interesting. <laughs> yes. Now, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Drivers got three million dollars. We got three points. There you go. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> million dollars not sitting million there for us. Yeah, not not sitting there. But hey, you could win a five hundred dollar shopping spree from Ooh. Dale Jr. There you go. I could see what we could do with with that with merch hey it includes an autographed uh denny hamlin and dale jr car and hat mm. i saw so a hat yeah i'm a hat guy you can but... you can search it out i'm not telling you where to find this if you want to play along with them but gotcha not gonna say that i may be filling out a bracket and trying to win but <laughs> i'm a sucker for brackets what can i say uh, yeah <laughs> yeah you do love the brackets i do so <laughs> here we are with a bracket style Head-to-head NASCAR head-to-head matchup matchup tournament thing for NASCAR in season. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are gonna get out of here. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back for you tomorrow to talk all about the baseball, NBA, NHL playoffs, and so much more coming up tomorrow's program. Till then, peace out. <laughs>